Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. Today we're going to talk about the necessity of change. And there's a few reasons why we need to look at this. First, it's in order to um, adapt, adapt to and adopt the new way of life, the new life in Christ. And we need to look at change in order to introduce us to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the principles and values of kingdom living in order to experience the blessed life in all that God has prepared for us through his son, Jesus Christ. Let's go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And this talks about the walk of the believer as a new man or new person in Christ Jesus. Starting at verse 17, it says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walked, in the vanity of their mind or the futility of their mind. Verse 18, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Now, here Paul is stating to the Ephesians that we need to learn to walk according to the newness of life rather than the old Adamic nature or the carnal nature because it alienates us from the life of God because of the, the ignorance that is in us or the not having the knowledge or because of the blindness of our heart. And we know that Satan has blinded the minds and the hearts of people. And the, the heart being blind, meaning that we have no knowledge of God and it has not been converted or changed. Let's go down to verse 22 because this is how we change. Verse 22 says, but, excuse me, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, conversation meaning behavior or conduct, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Now, when we come to Christ, let me say this, that when we come to him and Jesus indwells us, there are some characteristics that are changed instantly. There's a notice, noticeable difference because our spiritual DNA, excuse me, the spiritual DNA of Jesus is now in us. But yet, like the natural biological process, we have to grow into maturity in Christ. We grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So even though there are some things that are changed instantly, just like um, when we're born, we have the DNA of our parents. Yet we must grow and develop into maturity, just in a natural sense. And it's the same, same way, spiritually speaking. 
But instantly, what I have found in my own life when that happened to me, that I no longer wanted to send sin, it lost its appeal. And I also had a new desire or a longing to do right, to live right. That longing includes a hunger and thirst after righteousness. And I wanted to discover this newfound life that I had, this born that I've born into, just like a child after being born, and it begins to grow. And in different stages, if it's healthy, it wants to explore their world and learn their identification, learn their parents and who they are and their relationships to their parents. They learn the role their parents play in their lives as well as their roles as a child. And a responsible parent begins to instill values, standards of living based on their beliefs and their way of life. Well, it's the same way with, the, with our Heavenly Father when we're born again and translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light or the kingdom of God. And that's why it's so important. It's, it's really necessary to begin to read the Word of God and see who we are, see who He is to us and who we are to Him and how this new kingdom that we're in, how it operates, how we're to live and go about life. Praise God. Let's continue. Verse 23. And it says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, verse 23 is like a bridge verse. It's like a bridge to transition us in order to put on the new man. Because verse 24 says, And that ye be, excuse me, and that ye put on the new man, which, is, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Now, verse 23, as I said, is a bridge or a transitional verse. Otherwise, we would not know what to put on. And in order to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, it's imperative for us to transition into our new man. And we cannot be transitioned without the word of God. Because we're not yet acquainted with God. We're not yet acquainted with our Heavenly Father. We're not yet acquainted with our new way of life in this kingdom as a child. So there must be a taking off and a putting on, an exchange. But it has to be an act of our will, the act of the will on our part, in order to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. And when we come into this life, let's look, look at this example. We do not walk around with two sets of clothes on. We don't do that, do we? We take off dirty clothes. We clean ourselves, which that's where the word of God comes in. And we put on clean clothes. Taking off the old clothes is equated to the old sin nature. We're taking off the old sin nature. As I said, there are some things we need to grow into. So we put them off and we clean ourselves. We don't put clean clothes on a dirty body, correct? We clean ourselves and that's where the washing of the water comes in. The washing of the water with the word. The word is the, the, the wash. It washes us. It cleanses our heart. And it converts our soul. You know, I like something that Pastor Chuck's, Chuck uh, Swindoll said in regard to um, Ephesians, the fifth chapter and the 26th verse. Let me read that verse just briefly so you can get the gist of it. I know I said it in my own words, 
but I'm just going to say it exactly as it is. And it's talking about Christ as he cleanses his bride. It says that ye might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water. I want to share something that Pastor Charles or Chuck Swindoll uh, shared. I really like what he said. And this reminds me of what Ephesians, the fifth chapter and 26th verse is, is talking about when it talks about the washing of the water with the word, you know. It's like fresh, clear water cleanses our bodies. God's written word washes us clean deep down inside our souls. And we know that we're a spirit, soul, and body, and it's the, the soul that needs converting, according to Psalm 19, verse 7, because the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. He goes on to say, Chuck Swindoll, that is, it purifies our thoughts, scrubs our motives, and cleans our conscience as we absorb it and obey its truths. And that is so true. I found that to be true in my lives and other believers' lives that do read and follow the, what, the, what the Word of God says, what it instructs us to do. It does convert us. Praise God. And in doing so, it helps us to make that exchange and put on the new man. You see, we can't wear both. We can't be in the new man and the old man at the same time. We can't believe, I mean, excuse me, we can't behave in both characters. We can't behave in both minds. We have to ex exchange one mind for another and be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Put on our new mind. Praise God. And it's necessary. Otherwise, what will happen if we don't fill that void? We leave ourselves vulnerable to Satan. It's like a hole in a, a vacuum in our soul, you know, just waiting for anything to come in. And that's with anything in life. When we put down one thing or let go of one thing or relinquish or hand it, hand it over, we need to replace it with another, another behavior, another way of thinking, a new belief system. Praise God. I want to share this example, this true life example. And I like to share these, these testimonies because they're pivotal, they're real life, and it's a, a testimony of the power of God if, in a person's life if they're willing to cooperate with his leading. I remember when I was in the halfway house, this is after detox, and in that uh, setting, there, there was a program that we had to follow, a new program. And in this program, they exposed me to principles and different values that affected my belief system. It, it affected my thinking and my behavior. And I needed that because what I was living by kept a perpetual cycle of dysfunction and defeat in my life. So even though a lot of what they said sounded foreign to me, and I did not agree. That's a picture of the Word of God wrestling against our flesh. Oh, praise God. Well, it looks like that's all we have time for. We will continue this. We're going to look at Luke, the 11th chapter, starting at verse 24, in order to see why we need to fill our house with the Word of God. Thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B, and until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. 
let them that are thirst come, let them take the water of life freely. Spirit of Life Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you'd like to be a blessing to the ministry, donations can be made through the Giveify app. To contact the ministry, send all correspondence to Spirit of Life Ministries, P.O. Box 210081, Milwaukee, Wisconsin 53221. Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.